paved many many yeah. ways for everybody. So yeah, yeah it's kind of like <laughs> it was kind of like the Nas and um Twenty One Savage beef where everybody thought it was beef and then they came out did an album together. Nas and Twenty One Savage yeah, did really? an album together. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be with the culture. See, you gotta be in and out like I, I am. don't know about that one. Like Nas and Twenty One Savage. Twenty One. Remember Twenty One? They Savage did a whole out. album, like no, a whole project. A they did a song. Together. Oh, a song. I'm, I'm still old school. I said album by song. They did an album. That's a song back in the old days. You say, man, I got this album with, 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 with Mariah. They not, they don't think got a whole album because you know people know. That they used to call the songs albums. Yeah, oh. that's anybody in the industry that's over thirty years in the game. They will tell you they call them albums. They still do. I ain't never heard that. All right, family, welcome back to another episode of Nice Watch Pod. I am your co-host, Ernestine Morrison. And I am Karan Joseph Riley. What up, though? And on this podcast, we talk about what we're watching. What's a nice watch? What makes it a nice watch? Happy Friday! Happy Friday. And we have our voice in the corner, Mr. David Shens in the building. The voice. The voice. There's energy in here from an argument. We were debating. It was a healthy debate. Uh, we just have brother sister <clears throat> debates half the time. Yeah, that was a debate. That was a debate. And I just asked Dave to be on camera. He said he likes the voice in the corner idea. Let us know in the comments if you like Dave's voice just being in the right. audio, but you don't actually see his face. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what have we watched this week? This, did we go over Maxine's baby already? We did we not. Maxine's baby. We did not do Maxine's we, baby. We have to talk about Listen Maxine's baby. I've, saw, I've seen it three times already. Really? Yeah. I've watched it, it three times. One and a half. I, I watched the first time at, at the premiere. We would, then I couldn't yep, finish. Yep, Karan and I went to the premiere together. I couldn't finish, though, so then I had to go back and watch it all over again at the house. So I said, that's why I said like 1.5. Listen, if you have not watched Tyler Perry's documentary, Maxine's Baby, on, was it Paramount? Amazon Prime. Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. It is, motivation, inspiration isn't even the word for Maxine's Baby. Yeah. It yeah. literally... We, first of all, I got the opportunity to go to the premiere, the red carpet premiere here, and Tyler was there. Mr. Perry was there. It was motivation on steroids. It made me cry. It made me laugh. It made me think. It was so good. I think it I think it did an excellent job at humanizing a man who's kind of gotten into superhuman <clears throat> kind of like, you know, realms of life at this point, you know. I think it really gave him a humility um, that – you know, I you know I've known Mr. Perry as well. I worked for you know done some shows with him, and it's been an honor to work for him. But you 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 get to a certain loft in life, and it's always something good like this that I say is breaks the you know way to keep control your narrative. Yeah, let you control your narrative to how you bring yourself down to the humility of life. Yeah, as as opposed to the others that try to build you up to tear you down purposely yeah, yeah. by just using your own trauma and your own demons against you. And I think Tyler's done an excellent job in making his narrative become not only a springboard for his success, but also a, um, a power, a, a, a story of strength and pivot. Right. Yeah. And it's inspired, like you said, inspired you, inspired, it inspired me. If you, if you, if you're breathing, you were inspired. You have, listen, if you weren't, if you watched Maxine's baby, the Tyler Perry documentary, and you weren't inspired or motivated, you're a hater. That's just what I'm going to say. Yeah. You're a hater. You want to know the co-star of that movie? The star, Tyler Perry. Right. Co-star, his son that was never, never, never showed his face. <laughs> no, not his son. No, he, he, was, he, was, he was a co-star. For sure. <laughs> you know who was like the, 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 the next best <clears throat> leading actor? Hold on. Let me think. The next best leading actor in the documentary. It was Tyler. Mm-hmm. 
His cousin. His cousin. His cousin actually. His cousin actually made the it. Way the way his cousin that, was narrating. No, he killed it. Like he, he good. Yeah. That's not. That's not what I'm talking who? about. Though. Oh, it's not. Oh wow. I don't even. Oh, who was? Oh, maybe is. Uh, no, I can't get it. I thought the cousin was the winner. Spike Lee. Oh. oh. <laughs> Yo, the most memorable. It, it had me yeah, so. Spike, Spike had an interview in there from like completely like bashing to like not really being down at all to. Now. We should do something together. Wouldn't that be that oh, be black man. excellence? Right? Oh yeah, man, yeah, you could rewrite this way. This way. Hey, when this you. Way? Hey, when you. When I, when I was like, "Well, that's a full circle." Bro, like you couldn't even really appreciate Spike being honored. Then Spike looks super corny at the end. Like, yeah, man, let's take a picture after we just seen you talking about oh, some. Man. It was all. I think that yeah, was it was all. wild. It was, was wild, just... Spike. I, we love you, Spike. The wildest. I, I love Spike Lee for one. That was but the wildest part about it was, you know, the way they edited that was so I was intentional. That was a strategic edit. That's uh, why Mr. Perry is a boss. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this part in the in the video, and then I'm gonna put this part in the video, and edit that thing well, together. Y'all gonna see that I'm the goat, babe. Here's here's what I'm gonna say. He had already kind of did that when he did the new studio and uh and named the studio, studio after, after him spike lee now that was like oh you think you think Tyler, he's like tyler's be a petty or he just hey man i mean I, i'm not even mad at him at that move because I, I i got a couple builders i'm gonna name after some folks too so. i don't even think mr perry's <laughs> being petty i think mr perry was like let me show you what a class act looks like let me show you that how black <laughs> let me show you how black men can support each other and uplift each other without shading each other and i'm gonna uh, do it yeah. so well that i'm gonna put your name on the soundstage yeah, and i'm gonna invite you to the soundstage yeah. grand opening and i'm gonna yeah. give it to you on a red carpet yeah, yeah. but yeah, i'm gonna give <laughs> I'm gonna give that. Which, I'm gonna give that the intelligent petty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Whoever was, the, that was like a double o seven. That was a shade room move. Bro. It was like. a double o seven petty. You, you like you got assassinated and you and you actually bought your own bullet. Like yeah, that was some cold. It was cold. The fact that they put the yeah Tyler man, we gotta do some big things. Let's take a picture. They had him looking. They had Spike looking crazy in there. Right. It was the, the fact that whole because while we were while we were all watching it together and there yeah. and everybody's like yo and like we're all roasting Spike so shout out to Spike Lee. shout out to Spike yeah, nah, the he's a legend he deserves no, no, Spike it oh absolutely icon, man. Spike is an icon that's an iconic man, man we're speaking about absolutely is. both of them. that was an iconic moment both for of sure. <laughs> I mean it's like the battle of the giants at, at some point you know what I'm saying there's two icons and they finally you know I, I guarantee the conversation was had yeah I was gonna say yeah. we don't know what backdoor conversations were had before oh, that even happened no, so they probably already squashed their water the sure, bridge and move sure. on. There are yep. two successful black men in the industry who have agree. both paved many, many yeah. ways for everybody. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of like <laughs> it was kind of like the Nas and um, Twenty One Savage beef, where everybody thought it was beef, and then they came out did an album together. Nas and Twenty One Savage yeah, did really? an album together. Yeah, yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be with the culture. See, you gotta be in and out. Like I, I don't know, know about that one. Like Nas and Twenty One Savage. He Twenty One. Remember Twenty One? They Savage did a whole out. album, like no, a whole a, project. A song. They did a song. Together. Oh, a song. I'm, I'm still old school. I said album by song. They did an album. That's a song back in the old days. You say, man, I got this album with with with, with Mariah. They not. They don't think got a whole album because you know people know. Did you they used to call a songs albums. Yeah. Oh. That's anybody in the industry that's over thirty years in the game. They tell you they call them albums. They still do. I ain't never heard that. Yeah, I get it, but you know, <laughs> an album. I I got this album with such and such. That that's that is that is record. Oh, so, oh, yeah, Re- I heard him say a, record. They did a song together. Yeah, this album. I've heard him say I record. A, I, heard, I have a record with them. A record. They a record album. Yes. All the they do they use both terms. Trust me. Okay. Anyway, what I was saying. What was I saying? <laughs> oh, so they have a new album. 
No, so they basically remember Twenty One Savage came out on some radio interview and said Nas wasn't an icon or something like that, right? And of course, everybody took that and ran and was like, "Oh my God, how can you say that? He should be do the hip hop royalty, blah blah blah." And then Nas came out and did an out al- a record with him, okay, and it was a dope album. And and, and basically Twenty One Savage was like, "Man, I ain't never could never diss a, a person who got me in position to be where I am based on what he." You know, it was a whole dope song where they both okay, just okay, was okay. like, just, "It was it was really." I feel dope. like I heard something about that, but I didn't. I didn't. I thought it was Kodak Black. No, it was 21 Savage. 21, okay. Because that's what made me even get, like, even get to know who he was. 21 Savage? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't know who he was, and I, I heard this kid say that. I'm like, who the hell is 21 Savage? Then, of course, I heard him with Drake, and then after that. But now, it, he, it him having that discussion with Nas, and then Nas dropping five albums in the last six months, um... I just, you know, I've been on Nas kick the last year and a half. He's been going crazy with that, with, with content. So, got you. Yeah. You said Nas has? Nas, man, you got to get. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I'm out the loop because I don't know. King Disease one and two. Then you came back with, uh, what's the other one, man? The mixtape, the law. It, it's crazy. He, he's been on a run. A and he run? got King's Disease. <laughs> He's been on a run. He's been on a nah, run. He's been a on a run. run? I'm like, hold on, pull up the Google. Cause that's erotic. Like, no I mean, he's on a run of dropping like albums. Like he's on a run. He's killing it right now. He's got four or five albums in 18 months. You've been a, you've been a, you've been a fan of Nas for yeah, a long I mean, time. Yeah, bro. You like Tupac. You like Nas. You like the old school hip hop. You go like Nas. Uh, I know. I love music. I just, I guess I just haven't. Used to be, my I haven't heard I him make dog. noise. I don't know, dog. He, I mean, his, 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 his albums, his, his, what he's talking about now is more relevant to me at forty-five than anybody that anybody's talking about. I can, I, I can only listen to where I'm at vibration. Yeah, you, you have a personal, but you have a personal bias right now. No, I don't. I don't know Nas. There's no personal. No, bias. but you've been listening to him forever. You've been a one of your. I mean, I'm, a, I'm I'm saying his growth as a man, as a rapper, it, it stays with my growth and as a man as myself, yeah. like. It's just it's just correlates with who I am. Like, I feel that, but I'm saying just. But a run. <laughs> I think, Five, a, four I albums, think four, a run. A run. Yeah. Four albums in eighteen no, months. No, I would consider may, a maybe run. maybe he's working. Four albums. In yeah, working. Months. Yeah, four albums in eighteen. You gotta understand that when we say run today is prolific. Chris Brown has kept this past. Is, he did an album every two years. Yeah, but you yeah, got to think when you say a run in this had three albums out in an hour. But listen, when you say a run in this day and age, it's like everyone knows about it. it's popping, it's yeah, trending, it's, it's a, out yeah. there. We're no no one's talking about. I'm just run. talking now about work the body. ethic. And I'm talking about the body of work that he's producing and putting. Okay, I give you that. Again, I'm never talking of the standards of the world. Let's get that clear on this episode today. I'm not of this world, of this vibration. Okay? I come here to hang out with you guys for this hour and a half. But let's be clear. I am. Hey, you know what? Let's just keep it moving. Wait, let's get back to Maxine's baby before we move on. Let's get back to Maxine's baby, Dave. Um, This is Dave's fault. I really, yeah, for sure. Because he said, uh, a run. And then I, and then I had to piggyback him. Ah! Oh, Dave digs me up. He knows his trick. He knows my triggers. <laughs> a run. Dave knows my triggers. And then you piggyback. Because you I just, have to piggyback. Because you're worse. Yeah, this is one of the moments where you know I need the camera because you got to see the this, face. This, a, this, run. Yeah, a run. Dave yeah. was utterly confused. Like, a run. Like, mm, define that. But anyway, oh, back God. to Mr. Perry, yeah. Maxine's baby. Um, there were some interesting things that came up in the documentary that I did not know. And I heard a lot of people say, oh, I don't know if I want to watch the Tyler Perry movie because, I mean, documentary, because we've heard about it. We know his story. There were things that I did 100%. not did not know, things that I learned. Um, and I'm not biased because we all know I love Mr. Perry. Love, 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 love me some Tyler Perry. But, like, finding out that that's not his real dad. So he has all this trauma yeah. and years of abuse from this person who, who he called father yeah. And then at the end of the documentary to find out it was not his biological father. Well, I'm like, well, who is the biological father then? Yeah. 
You left us hanging. Well, I think I think that was the thread that really made that the, the project be as powerful as it was because I think him doing this documentary throughout the course of him getting information, this is the revelation that came to him. I think he mentioned it in the documentary. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what is the thread everybody was like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because everything else, we, we know the kind of the story, but then that's that thread made it, made everybody go, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, because now you get to see the um, the catalyst in a way. You know what I'm saying? Because everything in your, everything has to have something that's, you know, predated it, started it. So we Yeah, see but it's interesting to in see life. how something that you've been attached to your entire life that has caused so much trauma and pain, and then to find out that this tie that you guys have is not even a biological tie, mm-hmm. that must be like really confusing for the mind. It's like, you've, I, you've caused me all this pain and trauma. And now I find out years later, you're not, I'm not even your biological child. And I always felt it. I felt like I couldn't have come from you. I couldn't have come from that evil spirit you had. Like I couldn't have come from this. And then to find out I didn't, it's wild. I think he was really, like he said in the documentary, he was really confused. If you, if you really, if I am of you, you you can't not love me in some kind of way. Yeah. You saw no love. But also say this on the flip side of it. I, 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 you know, I, what I applaud uh, Mr. Perry Tyler that, you know, coming from an athletic background, just being who we are as well, we use the term turmoil and things like that inward, and we and we use it mm-hmm. as fuel, right? And that's what I see. I don't see a victim. I don't see um, a broken man. I see a man who was able to 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 push through life that was already according to your design. Like we all come here with our design that we just didn't even know we had planned. We just got to figure out. We 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 come here with a set up plan. And every life doesn't happen to us; it happens for us. Mm-hmm. So, without that man being imp- implementing his no, life, sure. we may not know the Tyler we know today, yeah, which absolutely. is the one who's doing what he's doing, changing the world, making making major moves for the culture, do all the things he's doing. It doesn't happen without the catalyst. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like I love how he's turned into glass half full versus glass half empty. And I think that's the message for all of us, man. Like when sh- things happen to us, we have to understand that we already got a, we already got a plan. Stick to that and just push through, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was really, really good. One of the things I, I did like too is the he's been trying and trying and trying and trying and failing consistently for a long time. Yeah. And then it's like it was like hockey stick <clears throat> success where it's like it, it wasn't like a gradual winning. It's like lose, 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 lose. Win. Huge win. Yeah. And now, now it's like, now we're coasting. That yeah. just, it was just super inspiring. It man. was. And, and yeah. very well produced and directed. Shout out to Armani Ortiz, 100%. who was, yeah. the, was the co-director. Oh, and that was a young guy, too. Yes. Yes. Um, and his and Tyler's uh, wife, what's her, her name? Um, Nobody up? knows. No, we do. I just forgot it. Was just that she, she co-directed anyway. She co-directed oh, really? it with Armani Ortiz, yeah. Um, so sh- shout out to them. It was really well put together. They captured this... Um, content over the span of 10 years so the last decade they've been capturing all this content so maxine's baby on amazon prime the tyler perry documentary it is a phenomenal Phenomenal. watch it is a certified nice watch definitely go ahead and see that and just to know like your first his first plays were like people were not buying tickets and he still just kept going seven years of failing with this one play and people weren't supporting it and then it's a testament to stacking days it's a testament to stacking days you know, we watch it, you know, with David, you know, our voice in the corner with social proof network, shameless plug. Um, <laughs> we, we're watching, we're watching him stack days. 
you know what I'm saying? I'm thankful to be a part of this podcast with you. We're stacking days. Yeah. It doesn't make sense today. It might not make sense tomorrow or next week. Mm-hmm. But one day we're going to look up and be like, damn, it's making a lot of sense. Yeah. And that's really how it, how all of it. That's why you say hockey speaks. <clears throat> and you know this, being an athlete, how many times you just waiting to get that number that in that hundred or that yep. 200 and you like, man, 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 yeah. you run, keep going meet, meet after meet, meet after meet, competing, competing. Then you hit it. Yep. And you like, aha. This was why. Yeah. This is why. Yeah. And this is what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, what else did I watch? Okay. So I watched headliners only. Yeah. Kevin Hart, Chris Rock. Phenomenal. Where's it at? It's Netflix. on Netflix. Headliners only. It basically documents the journey of Chris Rock and Kevin Hart coming together to do a tour in New York. And they basically took over New York and did all the different mm. barrels in New York. And they did a headliners only tour. And at first when I watched it, when I clicked on it on Netflix, I thought it was going to be the actual show, but it was a basically like a mini doc of the behind the scenes of how it all happened. And that was even more of a treat because it's like you have these two freaking legends. Like it doesn't really get much bigger than Kevin Hart and Chris Rock in the comedy world. And for them both to come together and then document it the way they documented it, showing their individual journeys and rise to stardom, their failures, all the intricacies that happened in between and how they get to this moment. Ah, Dave, you got to watch it. You watched it. Of course. And, so and, good. And I, I agree with everything you said 100%. Yeah. And I think the over the overlying feeling I got from it was just brotherhood. Yeah. Like, you know, you showed this showed it's and it uh, showed brotherhood and it also showed what happens when you just keep stacking days. Mm-hmm. Right? And they talked about their history. Yeah. How Chris was Chris came up, you know, the Saturday Night Live stuff, you know, they they talked about that a little bit and then you talk about how Kevin basically fell into comedy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when he fell into it, he went at it and attacked it, and he really just attacked it. And then you saw <laughs> how his village of comedians, which that was another thing I admired, that that look inside of their world yeah. to show how close-knitted comedians are in their yeah. world versus, let's just say actors, mm-hmm. pure actors. Where we, where, I mean, I've done stand-up here, but I'm not a comedian. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, we're not that. We're not like that. Yeah, in our community, as much as we <clears throat> want to be and say we are, we just not. Maybe because it's more of us, but their community with those older guys taking Kevin under their belt and all these dope comics. I've seen some of those guys in, like in person on YouTube and, all, and so some are really really funny. Some are even funnier than say Chris Rock or Kevin Hart. And it's always like you always wonder in those worlds because Kevin Hart arguably is uh, is is bigger than Chris Rock right now technically in the world of just comedy in my Absolutely. mind they're both two now they're two goats but who's more relevant right now because Kevin's in that perfect pocket mm-hmm. right Rock got he's going to have his fans that he's had since he was 20 yeah right? he's not going to find a lot of newer newer fans right now i don't <clears> think i think he's got like he's like a Nas of 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 i mean he's a legend yeah, he's he's, a, a legend. he's iconic yeah. status i think there's I, I don't even really think it's a comparison thing I think they're both at the top of their game and they came in the game at different times. Mm-hmm. And just to even hear Kevin say like, like, like he came under Chris Rock. He watched him on stage. He was a, he was a student. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that just, even at the top of your game to just ha- to have the humility to honor 
the people you watch and the people mm-hmm. who open the door for you yep. and not have uh, an ego and pride thing about it. I thought that was really commendable, and Kev. Think, yeah, and I think that's one of the biggest reasons why he's as, as successful as yes. he is. He's, if you met him and you know him, he's been in his presence, he doesn't have a, a pretentious bone in his body. Yeah, definitely not. He doesn't. He, yeah, yeah, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin yeah. Hart is one of those dudes. Super like, warm, inviting, welcoming. No, no, yeah. And yeah, he's going to make you laugh, make everyone feel he good. Is, he is your homeboy that everybody grew up with that, you, that couldn't get nothing right but tell a great joke. Mm-hmm. That's Kevin Hart, bro. Like he is, and and he and and he's just a great overall person. Like EJ knows him. Like I've worked with him, and it's just his energy, man. You, you energy yeah. never lies about people. Yeah. I always say that, and he's one of those guys who and his energy is consistent. Yeah. And no, it doesn't really matter what room you're in. It doesn't matter if yeah. you're around Joe Schmo, you're around yeah, 35 the legends of the world. Or if he just finished movie with The Rock, he's Kevin. Yeah, like, he's Kevin. Up? He's gonna have you laughing. Yeah. And um, what I one thing I really love too about Kevin and is watching some of the journey um via this headliners only project. I like that he travels with his same team. You got Naeem Lynn, Spank, Wayne, Harry, uh, Joey, his barber, like uh, Quan, his photographer. Like they all been rocking for yeah. two decades. Like, yeah. and it's just, you know what I mean? Like to see, to see um, a foundational team like that stay together through the different levels and seasons mm-hmm. is almost unheard of in this industry. So kudos but, but to their had, whole team. You had, two, you had two dynamics because... I love the energy between Chris Rock and Kevin. That was his natural big brother, little brother. Yeah. Like Kevin's bopping off every wall. And yeah. Chris is like, dude, if you don't sit your little ass down, so what are you talking about? I'm cool to just hang out with you, man. I'm yeah. Like, sure. he's, he's walking home from, from shooting instead of getting the limo that the production has already arranged for him. Like Kevin's wa- probably walking you know, in the streets of New York. You know, Kevin got the production at top 10. It's, mm. it's, it's a plus Kevin's getting out of the sprinter with his little self by himself on the way to the production. Why waste that money, Kevin? What were you thinking? I know you, know, you did it. I know you do it big, but Chris is like walking and it just showed the dichotomy because he doesn't have a, a, a family or a crew that he's rolled with since day one. He's yeah. always been Chris rock yeah. solo dolo. That's and right. then you see Kevin he comes from a more community fame, a more community success now. And I think this refreshing because you, you talk about all the time with Greenlit, with what you've already developed with Greenlit. You've developed a tribe of artists that out of that out of that pack, you're going to have nucleuses come out of it, like you and I. We're going to work together forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do and things. And we came out of the green out room. Out of the green room where we was a pack and a click and... Like you, we won't be each other's, you know, team in a way where we move, move like that, but we're always going to do projects together. Yeah. Like you got your team. I got my team. That's the, that's the key to all of it is find your team, find your tribe and everybody has a strength. Yeah. Everybody has their weaknesses, but none of those are ever on the table because we cover each other so well. Yeah. Is it, I feel like even just as <clears throat> entrepreneurs, as actors, it's really rare that you see a product, a platform, and or brand be built to this highest level and there still be people associated with the brand that were there from the very beginning. Mm, that is rare. very rare that you see. It's rare, but so to see Kevin, your whole mm-hmm. crew is still there, yeah. I'm like, either ain't no drama or y'all just paid really, really well or y'all just really, really that loyal. Or it's all, And it's all of the above with Kevin. Yeah. It's all of the above with him. He pays them well. They're all loyal to a fault. And again, if you know Kevin... That's not that surprising. It's like, it must feel real good over there. No, it's got to feel good. fun over there. Yeah, dude, I wish he was my best friend. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a great best friend. Don't get personal. <laughs> you know what? Um, Shot-wise, there was this particular shot of Kevin and, and Chris Rock. They're both sitting on director's chairs, and they're in the stadium, and you see the stadium behind them. And there's a, sh- there's a camera angle that's eye level. You just see them. And then there's a camera angle that comes 
kind of from the floor. So you're looking up at them in the director's chairs with the major stadium behind them. And to me, that was so symbolic. Shout out to the DP because that was such a dope <laughs> shot. It showed these two men that you have to look, almost look up at, and you see this massive stadium. I think they were at Madison Square Garden. And I'm going to give you the technical name of that shot as soon as she finishes. Yeah, whatever the, <laughs> the technical, but I think it was Madison Square Garden, I believe yeah. it was. And it just was to see them at Madison Square Garden, all just behind them, and then you're kind of looking up at these two black men who have literally, like, broken records and made history. I just thought that shot was so dope because it just catapulted them and put them on this throne that they very much deserve to be sitting on. It was just like watching them on the throne. Yeah. And that shot is exactly what it's called, what you described, the hero shot. Oh, that was a hero and shot. Was, okay. And it was made famous recently in the last 20 years with Michael Bay and Bad Boys. Oh. You remember Will Smith and Martin came when up over that rubble? Up. And they came up over that yeah. rubble and he stood up and the camera Slow met him, up. Met him over the top. Yeah. That's when that shot got famous again. So that's the hero shot. Yes. Mm. Well, that hero shot of Kevin and Chris Rock definitely symbolized that. It was like it heroic. It was yeah. legendary. It was like, look at these two black men in a sold-out arena. Like, it was huge. Yep. It's huge. What, they, the what they've done. And, and I like how the, they talk about the phone call. Like who made the first phone call to say, hey, we need to link up and do this together. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was even dope. So it's a nice watch. Yeah. Nice it's a watch. nice watch. No I'm in a documentary all. mood this week. It was a Tyler. Uh, it's not all headliners. I, mean, I, think I think I think as an artist, you you have to be about that because that's where inspiration is found for us. And inspiration for me, I don't know if it is the same for you, but it's really like the food of my soul. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I operate off of being inspired. Like I got inspired in a meeting with David Shan an hour ago. Yeah, we're sitting. I'm, I'm like, dude, we got we work for a network. You're right. <laughs> like we on we on a real for show network. For sure, like, we got this work to do. Be as big as NBC one day, and yeah. we on the ground floor. So holla at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> nice watch. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but that's hey, that's that that was a great watch, man. I think. Um, if you really want to watch two inspiring documentaries, yes, that can really leave you feeling a lot fuller than what you left that you started at Maxine's yeah. Baby and uh, Night and um, Headliners, and to show you that it's just all possible. Because sometimes you think of people like the Tyler Perry's, Oprah's, whatever, and you're like, well, of course it's gonna happen for them because it's them. But these people came from nothing. They just like you. They, they came like from nothing. They were a little, a little worse than me because I came from, I, yeah. they, and, they and, came, yeah. they came from rock bottom. I'm <laughs> like, Oh Jesus, I ain't never been that poor. <laughs> hey, hey, and think about it. You know, again, what we talked about earlier, glass half full without certain thermogenesis or catalysts in our lives. Where do we, where are we versus where we are now? Like <laughs> I look at that all the time. I'm like, man, I didn't grow up with, you know, having to talk about stories of, of angst and trepidation my whole life. No, I, I had it. I had the opposite pressure. Like I grew up with two parents and it, I grew up with expectations. Yeah. Or when people talk about like sharing bathwater and sharing, you know, milk, cereal milk and that, yeah. like, I don't have that story, but to see people who have that story become billionaires, become icons, become legends. Yeah. It's like it's no excuse in the world, bro. Whatever it is that you want to do, you can do it. Yeah. Right. If if he did it and he was sharing bathwater, right. and he yeah. did it and he was living in a a tin hut, and he did it and he yeah. was sharing uh, cereal milk with his, it's yeah. no excuse. That's, that's what this shows me. It's like it's no excuse. What's yeah. your excuse? And it's a yeah. part of me that kind of wish I had a little bit of bathwater sharing or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll give me a little more now, elbow I, grease. I, you know, I'd be a little bit. You know, we might be already be in the studio already because I'd be. So traumatized, I couldn't stop working. I'd be just working my bones off. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe I came up too comfortable. I like comfort, so when I get comfortable for a while, I chill. That's what I do. Now, do you think uh, Kanye started? I mean, there's always been documentaries, but the rise of the I'm seeing a lot of more, more um, what's it called? 
Documentaries. Docu-series, like life series, documentaries. Con- yeah. You think about the genius thing? Yeah, like yeah. genius. I don't think he's the think first so. one started. I think no, he was. He didn't start it, but I think it's the spark of the personal brand of, like people are producing it themselves now. Well, I think I think if you really study, I mean, Quincy Jones had one come out years before Kanye's that was amazing. Yeah, and man. the Black like, Godfather. No, I don't Black think so. Godfather. I, I think I think anybody who has precedent and awareness of their destiny and their future has the foresight, which I think you should get a camera crew. Father, you brought. I had an idea when we were in there a movie about your life and your journey. We just gonna make it a little bit more dramatized. Sidebar. I'm sorry. That's what I, <laughs> um, I don't do that. No, 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 I, no. It came to me in there, bro. It's gonna happen. Just stay calm. Um, <laughs> say less. Um. Damn it, this is what happened when I time travel. Come on, I'm back. What happened? Where was I at? <laughs> I'm just saying, guys, this is what uh, it is. Documentaries. It's documentaries. I think I think that's that's part of it. Like, if you got some foresight, which most people like we're talking about, like myself, you, you, we can see the future. Yeah. So yeah. like why not just prepare for people to have something already done? Like well, I don't start th- following you around and just documenting this stuff. I agree. I, I agree. Anyone who's doing something, you should be documenting it. But I don't to answer your question, Dave, I don't think Genius started it. No. I think people have been doing this and even if you take Tyler Perry's, for example, they've been doing it for ten years. They were gathering content for ten years. So I think it was kinda already in the works. So I don't think Genius popped I it up. I think his kinda took 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 the world by storm when it dropped though. Yeah, because he's such an enigma. Well, because he's Kanye, for sure. Yeah, anything, yeah. anything Kanye does takes the world by storm. He drops a shoe, it takes yeah. the world by storm. That's he does, right. he does yeah. the Sunday choir, it takes the world by storm. That's so I think he kind of, it's just Kanye effect. I, I think people started, I don't know, I think people started, I think that, I will say, I think this documentary, his documentary made people want to do documentaries. What, maybe, right. maybe this smart. generation of people, yes, yeah. maybe, in the, in the culture. And I, you, we can't yeah. deny Kanye, man. Kanye, he he has such a belief in himself that he 100%. makes you he makes you believe in yourself even a little bit, if, even if you can't. Yeah. yeah. And that's part of really living out your truth, man. Like you got to be yourself because you give everybody else freedom <laughs> to do the same thing. And I think anytime we're not ourselves, we're doing everybody we come in contact a disservice. Yeah. Man. I like that. You know who like else that. did it? Has a documentary, and I might get crucified for saying this, but it is a nice watch and also makes you believe in yourself. It's almost honestly one of the best things I've watched in the last five years. Donald Trump's documentary. No, Donald, Donald Trump. Trump it came out. What, it was like a couple years Two, ago. Yeah, right? a couple years ago. Fire. 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 Let me tell you something. Fire. Whether you like Donald Trump or not, Donald <laughs> Trump's belief in himself is on another level. It's like the way he talked about everything, the foreshadowing, the uh, when I build a skyscraper in New York, it's going to be the biggest skyscraper New York has ever seen. It's going to be huge. Yeah. It's going to be massive. The way he spoke yeah. about his visions is like, he made you believe it the way he believed it because he spoke 100%. so much power to it. It's going to be the biggest and best thing New York has ever seen. Yeah. And you're like, damn, he's about to build the biggest and best thing New York has ever oh, seen. Yeah, sure. yeah, you got stories about Donald Trump back in the day telling people like in arguments, wait until I'm president, I'll make sure I get you back. Don't you worry. Like, yeah, like yeah. his belief yeah. in himself is out of this world. So whether you like Donald or not, the documentary is a nice watch. What the was doc- the name of it? Anybody I know? think it was just called Trump. Trump? It may. I gotta look I, it up. I, I, no I don't. I don't need to watch it because I do. I mean, I watch him make himself the president of the world with probably the lowest IQ of any president <laughs> ever yeah. that ever been a president. But oh, his self belief alone, he convinced everybody else with a weak sense of self to vote for him, which is ninety percent of the world. <laughs> and that's fine. He just played the margins. I love it. I love it. I, I'm almost. I'm always inspired by Trump because he he says like he means it. And I I almost like him being in office because at least we can see the truth. And black folks was actually waking up. 
Now we back thinking we back some Biden taking naps every five minutes got our back. Biden, Biden, <laughs> can't, Biden can't wake up from a nap to get nothing done. What are we talking about? Biden, don't be taking some naps. Biden so. be taking naps. <laughs> on what, camera, what, hey, off camera. What are we here for? <laughs> What's going on? Okay, I got it. Nice watch. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Biden is wild. Take him a nap, won't it? Shout, <laughs> shout out to Kamala. <laughs> shout out to Kamala. It's almost her turn. <laughs> oh, good. What, yo, what documentary are we waiting for? What doc Ooh. are we waiting for? I, I, I need really... Jamie. I need Jamie. I need Absolutely. Jamie, and I need uh, Oprah. I think we got a lot of Oprah story. I need another. I need. I don't think we have a really. I need this. I need this. What other side? This, 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 this this tragedy. His bro. His. He's on the tragedy side. His Instagram is a documentary. We've seen everything. Yeah, Kim Kardashian (laughs) would be nice. A nice Kim Kardashian documentary. Because the whole dynasty, the whole Kardashian, like at the end of the day, whether you like them or not, what they've built, what they built, Mm -hmm. is wild. Yeah, Yeah. and I want to see how they did it. I mean, it's like we've we've watched their journey on TV for years, for decades, really. But they only showed us what they wanted. They still in control of what they want to show. I kind of feel like. Special, I kind of feel like we can spark it off any kind of kind of way you want to. I mean, it kind of got sparked off one action. It, yeah, that that was the spark, but yes, that, yeah. was, that was a hell of but a spark to build like, a billion dollar about. industry. It's like okay, that that's was a spark. Called, but, it's just but, called taking everything however, and using it for you. However, there were other, there were better people who have had stuff sex tapes revealed. Yeah, but, Ray J. But they, and, but but they didn't. That the reason why they won is because they didn't run. They ran towards it. It was like it was not. It was not. It was, it was an embrace thing with them. It wasn't like everybody. It was, they made it be the move. Yeah, but like their uh, mom was brilliant, bro. That's what no, really, we need to see. Chris, how we need happened. a documentary on Chris. Huh? She is. That's brilliant. the documentary. It's Chris. Yeah, Chris. Chris Jenner's the dang on documentary. She's right, so the brain. Real quick, which one's Chris? Chris the, mom. the mom, the mom, the mom. Okay, the, the, the mom. she's the mastermind the mastermind. behind it all. Yeah, she, she, she's she, the momager. She sparked I, this I, whole thing up, dog. I didn't know. Guarantee it. But wait, why do you guys feel like the Kardashians are bigger and have cap- been able to capitalize off the brand that they built more than um, black families we've seen on TV, like the Braxtons? Execution. Maybe the uh, mm. the, the the black execution. I'm telling maybe you, maybe the black white dynamic. Well. That's obvious. Exciting. That's obvious. Like, again, I think at some point, until we got to just go to it's execution at the end of the day, I believe. When you say execution, what do you mean? There was Everybody was looking in the same direction. There, there, Nobody had a different agenda when they didn't need a different. Everybody, when it was time to be about the family agenda, everybody was about the family agenda. Then as Kim grew, we started figuring out, okay, let's push Kim a little bit more. Because Kim was the basically the, the, the reindeer, like Rudolph. She launched it off with the sex tape. Everything happened. The thing that made Chris a genius was she anchored the family to that and mm-hmm. basically used that family dynamic, which connected with everybody of we're not running from this. We're going to come together as a family. We're going to show you out loud how we get through things. And it just took off from there because then it connected and got to the families of America by basically basically family values. We got each other's backs. Mm-hmm. Now, whatever <clears throat> happens with us usually is that we don't have each other's backs. But the Braxton's had several seasons of a show, just like her Kardashians had several seasons of a show. But you got to execute everywhere. Everything has to execute the same way. You can't you can't have the season and then off season, everybody's doing X, Y, and Z, separating what everybody else was, was building and believing. But I think that Jenner's and the Kardashians definitely do their own, 
did their own things. Like one beginning. has this brand, one has this brand, one has a lipstick, one has. It yeah. was Kim was the, was Rudolph, and once she got into the focus of we're protecting you, but you still on the front for a while. Everybody else, you saw it. You watched them do it every season. They started developing everybody else. And next thing you know, okay, Kim, do that. Chloe gets up. Then the baby girls get going. Then it's like, it's, it was a it was a wildfire, man. It was a wildfire. It's just what Dave is doing with the network. Everybody gets their tribe. Everybody they took they put the whole family on TV, and out of that out of that family, each each member got their tribes based on who they were personality wise. Mm-hmm. And then they took that personality, and now they sell to that community. We just had this meeting. Yeah, yeah there's. I, I think there's. We don't know, but the with the Kardashians, they, it's something that they did that was special. I mean, because every there have yeah. been families that are on the same page. I mean, the uh, what was it? The Rushes, Rush. Who spoiled name? Russell, Russell Simmons, uh, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they had a family, and obviously one of them's, you know, obviously their whole family's just beautiful, and, like, they had a lot going on, but they ain't never really do what the Kardashians. Well, I would want to know. Yeah. Because yeah, it wasn't the sex tape. But I, I would say, okay, if it was a sex tape leaked with Jay-Z or... Denzel Washington or somebody like that, but Ray J, I don't I know. Just, if Ray I, again, made it. I just think the sex tape was the Ken, the Kimber that really ignited the flame, and I think again, uh, um, the mom was just brilliant at understanding yeah. how to take that momentum and not let it swing in a negative way for her daughter and her family. I think she took that and she boomeranged it, bro. And I yeah. think that's really the brilliance of the Kardashians, yeah. bro. Like they pivoted in the right direction. And they stay together through pretty much all of it. Yeah, like the, even doc. even even with uh, Bruce becoming his situation, Caitlyn or whatever. I mean, I they rallied. Nobody, hey, I forgot that quick. Nobody jumped ship, dog. Yeah. Nobody jumped ship, dog. Yeah. You try that with a black family, somebody jumping ship. <laughs> somebody's sure. gonna do the interview for the bread. For somebody, sure. somebody, somebody's jumping ship, bro. And and that's and that's been our problem historically. And I mean. But I, I think the, the Kardashians in general just doing that show for so many seasons really spiked social media. Like the whole social media influencer, lifestyle, marketing, mm-hmm. showing people an inside scoop of your life. That started with the Kardashians. Yeah. Well, I, I the Kardashians yeah. are responsible for so many I think the real world, trends. though, might be a little bit more responsible for... Oh, Paris Hilton. Oh, Paris yeah. Hilton. I think those were their predecessors. Again, I think, again, Jenner, she just was so smart and paying attention to where this, everything was going to. And then she was behind with such a great company with Seacrest and them. Yeah. Producing and pushing it the way they was doing it. All that had to line but up But Paris Hilton definitely kicked it off, but her, the Kardashians, like, slam dunked it. Because, again, you got a whole family of 10, 12 attractive people yeah. that have <laughs> unique personalities, and you you got a production company yeah, behind I mean, it. I don't know if their personalities are that unique, but... Again, when you got a production company behind it, you can be as unique as you want to be produced. Yeah. Oh, unique is not a word I would use to describe their yeah. personalities. Dude. But I get what they've what they've they, done is is unique. But I wouldn't I, say the personalities. I don't, are I don't know how you can do anything unique and you're not unique. That doesn't even make sense. That's yeah, you do when you have when you have someone wrangling the strings behind the scenes for you when you have a, a Chris Jenner. Mm-hmm. But the it's the, probably it's something really lit that happened that we just would never guess. That's why. That's we why we doc- need a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Kardashians, please give the world this doc. Give the world the doc. Who else? Who else are coming. you thinking? I would love to see a Chris Brown doc. Yeah. I would love to see a Chris Brown dot. 
Yeah, just from where he's been to where he, you know, because right now he's really like the biggest pop star like in the world for us, but we don't even really, but he had that, he don't have the energy like that to me. I mean, mm. I just feel like he, he is known, but like, yeah, like he's, he's a, he's, he's a dope artist, he man. He definitely needs a dog. It's just, you know, something, somewhere there's a void in that, in that, maybe because he's such a rebel too. Yeah. Like he doesn't feel like he plays by the, the rules of the game. Well, I feel like the whole, you know, domestic violence situation definitely set him back. I don't know, man. I I don't think that really hurt him as bad as people think just because it was a sister versus it being, you know, other. I think if it would have been anything No, it definitely still hurts him. It hurt him, but I don't know. He was like kind of blackballed. Yeah, but he still is. He he, he just got taken off some uh, lineup just recently because people were like, he's a da-da-da-da-da, like bringing it back up. He was supposed to be doing some kind of uh, for Michael Jackson Yeah, the Michael Jackson thing. That definitely still affects him to this day. You know what I'm, I'm, uh, and I don't know what happened. I kind of know what happened, but Martin Lawrence was literally probably he's my favorite actor for for a while, especially like kind of the Martin days. But something happened to where he just hasn't been himself for like 15 years. I don't know if it's not being himself. I think he's been more of himself than people he didn't than he ever was. I think he's just sunk into being successful and who he truly is as a man, and he's not putting on shows no more. People that who know Martin know like anybody who knows Martin say he's very he's always been reserved when he wasn't no camera. Oh, really? He's always been mm. very withdrawn. This motherfucker takes karate. He's like a fifteenth degree black belt. So he's a very internal person. Right. I didn't know that. So now at the ripe age of almost sixty, he's just not giving a fuck. Is he almost no Yo, you have to watch oh. Dave. Something like that. Speaking of nice watch, I just watched the Martin thirtieth. Anniversary? Did you guys see it? Did we see yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, we saw the whole show. And they yes, they did a Martin thirty year anniversary reunion show. <laughs> really? Yes, and it's all of them together, obviously minus Tommy, rest in peace. And they rebuilt the set. Have they had a mock yeah, set dope. and everything? And and Martin definitely I was reserved. Eight years old. Told you he's almost sixty, bro. Like when you get to that, Martin age, was on air thirty years ago. You do realize that? Yeah, dog. Like, and he was thirty then. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was 30 then when he well, got he was home. in his wow. 20s, right? He was about 30 when he when he became. When people started knowing him, he was probably around 30. at the Martin Show time. Yeah, after he did, no, he know, had he to be in his 20s jam before when he got Martin. If he's 58 and that show was on 30 years ago, he he wild. was in his 20s. Yeah, yeah, 30, 28. Yeah. Damn. Either way, he's older. 28, he's older 28, now. 28, 30. I think that might be what they call semantics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 28. Yeah, but if you know you, anybody who known has known Martin over the years, like that's why that's why it was so funny with him and Will Smith doing Bad Boys, because personality wise, you never think they would do a movie like that together. But you would think based on Martin's Martin and yeah, yeah, and that's why Martin, between love and hate and all that kind of stuff. But now. It's like if that's really who it, it happened after that, you know, he was in the streets waving his gun and all. And I think that stuff. was a spiritual moment he was going through. I think once you came. Wait, out what that, happened again? I can't remember that. Years and years ago, maybe what, twenty years ago now. Yeah, watch, watch, run, saw that. Wait, right, kind of at the peak of his like when he was when he was just on fire, mm-hmm. he was Big Mama's house. He was, I mean, he was yeah. it was Eddie Murphy and then Martin, and that was pretty much the two top dogs. Um, he had a moment out in L.A. where he was running or something in his full. Hot, hot outfit and something that yeah. passed out and was having hallucinations and something like that. And they yeah. found him and it was, it was a thing. But I think at that time he was just going through like, you know, the spiritual journey of like success in life, man. You, you get to a certain point, you start to really see people for who they are. And I think sometimes that revelation 
kind of cracks people up sometimes mm. at first. Yeah. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, you know, sometimes you get you get those little slight cuts and betray betrayments along the way. So you never really totally surprised, so it doesn't break you down. But I think Martin was one of those guys that's very internal and very that guy that held it all together, but you know, you gotta go. Even the strongest gotta let go at some point. Yeah, yeah. You you gotta go watch the thirtieth. Uh, yeah, it was dope. It was amazing. Show. It was emotional yeah. as hell. Yeah, Affian Crockett sits them down in the set that they rebuilt, and he asked them all questions and what some of their favorite moments was from the show. Really? And he just recap. He's so the Where's it at? Where's it at? Uh, BT plus. Yeah. BT plus. Okay. BT plus. And it's so just nostalgic and it feels good. And, um, they break, they break each of the characters break down their favorite scenes. And one of Martin's favorite scenes was the episode. Where he had the fake dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. That to, the, to, to hear him talk about it and how that was all improv. None yeah, of that, that none of that was in the that. script. You see Tommy busting up laughing, break, breaking character. <laughs> um, cause he, he asked for a real dog and then, mm. and the, the producer was supposed to get him a real dog and he ended up getting this fake stuffed dog. And when he dragged that dog, Oh my god! Yeah, you just you just see them laughing like breaking. Character. When he dragged that dog, because I know Mar was like, "Oh, y'all can't give me the real dog." Okay, all right, you know what? Yeah. Okay. And Good. then when he dropped the dog and the dog plopped down, he right. said, "Lay, <laughs> lay." Yeah, that Mar yeah. show was that classic. level of like comedic timing and improv yeah. is genius. We we don't have that much anymore yeah. in these in these new age projects but shout out to martin and the whole crew uh, another nice watch the martin 30th year reunion on bet plus go watch it especially our 80s and 90s babies do yourself a favor definitely a certified yeah. nice watch yeah since we're watching all 90 shows uh documentaries go watch the dang on fresh prince of bel-air documentary too when they did that reunion show that was amazing as well oh where's i gotta it, see that it? where's that one at i don't even know <laughs> but i guarantee with this thing called google we can find it <laughs> Fresh Prince documentary. Yeah. Or reunion or something. Or reunion. Yeah. I got to see that. It's like the so, guys, uh, Maxine's Baby, Tyler Perry documentary, Maxine's Baby on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. Headliners Amazon. Only with Kevin Hart and Chris Rock on Netflix. Nice watch. And then, if you just want a little bonus addition on in there, go watch the Martin 30 year reunion on BET. Those are our nice watches for the week. Fresh Prince is on Fresh Prince's reunion too. For sure, if you just want a little extra dose. Prime video. Yeah. Oh, Prime. Okay. So yeah. Was this pre? Was this when um, Uncle Phil was still living? Nah. Okay. It's this literally was like within the last two years. I want to say. Why do I feel like I don't? It was like written out the house and stuff too. I remember. We're both. Two thousand twenty. Yeah. They came together. Oh, you know what? You're right. Oh, I didn't go watch it, but you're right. I and do remember. Leo basically sat down with both of them and apologized yes. and talked about yes. how he was, he, he just didn't know how to handle power, right? And mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a what? nice watches, man. One thing, I, I could sit and watch stuff just all night. Yeah. I've been on a documentary kick too, though, so I'm with you. Yeah. Like, I love a good I've documentary. Documentaries. Yeah. I just love the story of other yeah. people. Like, oh, I, I watched Painkiller. Oh, yeah. Did dude. you guys watch Painkiller? That's the one about the opiates. It's about the opiates and the Purdue company, the pharmaceutical company mm -hmm. that was pumping out opioids yeah. and people were dying left and right. And they were like, we'll get we'll have to get into that one next week because painkillers on Netflix is wild. Yeah, it's crazy. And there's so many people addicted to painkillers. Yeah. That's why I don't do drugs. I'm not trying to get addicted to anything. Yeah, I just don't get addicted to them. But how could you stop it? I'm like, I just rather <laughs> yeah, not yeah. even start. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. no. I'm just joking. I don't do drugs. I do. I am drug free, baby. Not illicit ones. 
<laughs> not not any serious heavy drugs. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. There, keep <laughs> kids off drugs. Reading the instructions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, y'all, this has been a great episode of Nice Watch. We're back each and every Friday right here on the Social Proof Network. I am your co-host, Ernestine Morrison. And I am Karan Joseph Riley. And we will see you back next week. Let us know in the comments if you enjoyed this episode, what you've been watching along with us. And listen, if you have not clicked that subscribe button right up top, go ahead and subscribe. Make sure you are tuned in with the entire Social Proof Network. And make sure you're here every Friday for another episode of Nice Watch. Nice watch.